Welcome back to the Slutrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Anna D, aka The Professional Goddess, here to empower women to build their own empire and interview sluts who like to make money. On my podcast, I give you a peek inside my life as a girl boss, mentor, retired cam girl, viral TikToker, and now 1% OnlyFans creator. I share my ups and downs of running a multi-million dollar business and the difficult yet sexy path to success. So, my dear slutchpreneurs and my boss bitches in training, grab your notebooks, put on your crown, and if you're a new listener, it's an honor to have you here. Get ready to take a peek inside my pleasure chest. Time is a funny thing. When we are in the midst of hardship, we don't really marinate on those lessons until years later, sometimes decades later. And I was, you know, frolicking on Facebook this morning and one of my dear friends shared a post from Sahil Bloom. And he said it was his 32nd birthday. And over the last month, he asked several 90-year-olds what advice they would give to their 32-year-old selves. And I think all of these statements apply to any time frame in your life. And some of them hit pretty hard. So I wanted to share them with you today. This is what us older sluts would tell our younger slut selves. Number one, now and then break out the fancy china and drink the good wine for no reason at all. I do this all the time. Growing up, my mom and I, when we were in the grocery store, Sometimes we would just buy cake and we'd call them the no good reason cake because you really don't need a reason to celebrate life and have fun. And I always thought it was silly that people have like these china cabinets or, you know, the wine glasses they had at their wedding and they never bring them out. Like you never know when your last day is. So use that fancy stuff you got. Don't let it collect dust. Number two, dance at weddings until your feet are sore. Number three, tell your partner you love them every night before falling asleep. Someday you'll find the other side of the bed empty and wish that you did. This is something I always do when I leave the house, like whether I'm running an errand or taking a road trip, I always, always give every dog a kiss, give my partner a big hug. I don't leave the house without saying I love you because I just have this frantic anxiety that it will be the last time. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but this person thinks it's important because you'll wish that you had Four, don't fear sadness as it tends to sit right next to love. Now that one hit me because I've been grieving a lot lately, people, pets, friendships, opportunities. And I know I've said this before, but grief is love with no place to go. So sometimes that outpouring of sadness and loss, it is so close to that love emotion and really settling in those emotions that we even have this like great capacity to feel in extreme ways is kind of like a beautiful thing. So I always try to let my body feel it all out so that it doesn't just uproar at a time that it may not be as appropriate or as as fun as it as it could be. Just processing is healthy, y'all. So don't fear sadness. It sits so close to love. And I think as we get older, we start to realize the true depths of of emotions and how similar they are to others. Five, treat your body like a house 
that you have to live in for another 70 years. Now, we all can really fixate on our insecurities, especially as content creators and taking pictures of ourselves or editing our own videos. We see our flaws more so than anyone and can almost obsess about them. And the fact that we have so many filters and all these things available that make us feel so good, the days that we take them off, we may not feel as good, but your body is your home and you you're not given a, a second one like this is the one you got and life is going to just be a whole lot easier once you learn to accept it and with your health being your wealth really you know thinking about those little decisions you make every day how they can add up for me I've been vaping for almost two years and I have this rigid anxiety that over time it's not going to be so good for me. And part of me is like, you know, live it up. You never know when you're going to go and you're just enjoying life and it's a stress reliever right now. But in all honesty, when I take a hard look at myself, it's very much like with drinking you know, you kind of need to pick and choose when you're going to celebrate because over time your liver's going to get shot out and it's just not good. And I come from an alcoholic family, so I know firsthand the effects of it. Sometimes I am the first to admit I cannot control myself when it comes to self sabotaging or overindulging. It's essentially a cry for help sometimes. And man, sometimes you got to have a few glasses of wine to, to get through whatever you're getting through. But at the end of the day, pick and choose your battles. You know, we do all have our vices, but we don't get a second shot when it comes to, well, maybe some organs, but not all of them. All right. (laughs) I'm being vulnerable here. Number six, Never raise your voice except for at a ball game. Ah, what's that quote? It's like um, something along the lines of when people are yelling, you can't even hear what they're saying. All you hear is the yelling. And there's certain people in my life who really say a lot less. And I pay attention to them more because I'm always curious when they have something to say. I mean, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Seven, do one good deed every single day, but never tell anyone about it. Eight, time doesn't heal anything when it comes to relationships. So don't delay difficult conversations. Number nine, find the things that make your eyes light up and do more of those. Seriously, think about the things that made you happy as a child and try to find a way to get in touch with that inner joy. You would be so surprised. Some of the most successful people are doing the things and creating their careers based on what brought them joy as a child. That's that raw emotion. You're not censored yet or succumbed to what society is telling you how to live and how to feel. So think about those memories and moments more. 10. Always remind yourself that your track record for making it through your bad days is perfect. I love that. You have gotten through all of your bad days, all of them, and you will continue to. 11. If something has a minor issue, repair it because minor issues become major issues over time. This applies equally to love, friendships, health, and home. There's someone in my family who's been having some car troubles and the past few weeks, it just, it 
added up. It turned into the insurance lapped. Now the license needs to be renewed. You know, then the oil change. Like it was just all these things at once. And when I read this, I was like, you know what? Folk, like just plowing through those little issues before they add up will save you so much pain because you're not going to want to do it all at once. So just never push stuff under the rug. And then as far as relationships and stuff goes to when you have an inkling or that gut reaction to something not making you feel so good in a relationship, having a quick moment of being uncomfortable and talking about it will save you a very long, many moments of continuously feeling uncomfortable because you just didn't fucking address it in the beginning. 12. The most damning lie you can tell is the lie you tell yourself. 13. No one has ever argued their way to happiness. <laughs> 14. If you're going to lose a fight, make sure the other person thinks twice before fighting you again. I did think about this one twice. And it's funny, I just finished watching um, all of the Rocky movies. Gosh, I think there's like six of them. I watched the first four. But I thought about this because when he lost his first fight to um, uh, was it Creed, I think his name was. Creed should have never (laughs) agreed to do a second fight because Rocky trained so hard on that next one. So make sure the other person thinks twice before fighting you again, because when you lose something and you go back into the ring, you have so much more passion to win again. 15. Getting old is no picnic, but it's much better than the alternative. Man, getting old is such a victory because you survived. Like I I actually respect old people for just surviving life. I mean, granted, there are some very not so great old people around who may not be the most open-minded, but I will give them credit. Life is hard and they're still breathing. 16. You may occasionally disappoint others, but make sure to never disappoint yourself. 17. Never let a good friendship a trophy. Send the text, make the call, plan the trip. Good friendships must be treasured. Honestly, y'all, some of my friendships have surpassed my love relationships because they are so healthy and are so nurtured. So when you fall in love and you get married, you know, don't forget about those special friendships you have because those can really last a lifetime, if not longer than some of those with your loved ones. And, you know, I don't have kids, but I will say taking trips with your girlfriends is one of the best things you can do. I went to Savannah, Georgia for the weekend with two of my girls and it was just so nice. Like we were all in relationships. So it's not like we were out like, you know, trying to get some dick or anything. We were just, you know, drinking and eating and dancing and having the time of our lives. And I was so happy that when I came home, I, it wasn't something that I just brushed under the rug because I was too busy. Like I actually made it happen. Yeah, it hurt my bank account a little bit, but memories are your best investment. 18. When you meet someone, look them in the eye, give them a firm handshake and call them by their name. Honestly, I think people's favorite word in all of language is their own name. Like when they hear it, nothing feels as good. And when I save people's numbers, I will like jot down notes about when I met them and things about them. Or even if I don't get their number, I have a notepad of just people I've met and their names. Because even when I go back into a coffee shop or something like I Spring is in the air, lovelies, and with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. 
but you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahem. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahem's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies. Infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2 milligram dose or a bolder 50 milligram kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top? You can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp because you deserve nothing but the best goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. 21 and up only. That's viahemp, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code goddess at checkout. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. Now back to the show. I want to remind that person that they're important to me, even if there is no relationship, like their existence is valid. I mean, clearly these old people think it's a good thing to do and there must be a reason. I mean, when people I don't know so well call me by my name in day-to-day life, it, it makes me feel good. So I like that one. 19, give everybody a second chance, but never a third. It is hard for me to give that second chance, but... Mm. <laughs> a grudgy Scorpio over here. <laughs> but I guess, you know, in hindsight, if we all make mistakes, if if you personally think you deserve a second chance, then why shouldn't we think that other people do as well? But not a third, baby. 20. The good old days are always happening right now in the present moment. 21. Whenever you hug someone, make sure they are the one to let go first. I thought that one was pretty funny. 22. If it's raining on a warm summer evening, go outside and dance in it. That reminds me of that uh, TikTok with Drew Barrymore. 23. Taking no risk is the biggest risk you can take. Regret from inaction. It is always more painful than regret from action. That hits deep. Coming from someone who is a risk taker, I will tell you, if you just imagine yourself sitting by the pool, if you dangle your toes in the water and it's a cold pool, all you're thinking about is how cold it's going to be when you jump in and how just scary it might be. But if you just cannonball into that motherfucker, it feels good. And you shoot up out of that water smiling. And that is my take on taking risks. Just cannonball into it. Don't sit on the stairs and dangle your little toes in there crying. Just trust. 24. It doesn't have to be perfect for it to be wonderful. Oh, that's lovely. 25. When in doubt, 
love. We can always use more love. And I personally think love is the strongest vibration if you believe in energy in any way or form. And when I have reconnected with hurt people, I have by firsthand experienced seeing the results of just giving them unconditional love and how powerful that can be for their healing process. And someone who has a whole lot of empathy, I've just, man, when in doubt, loves the answer. Love. 26. Looking presentable is a matter of self-respect. Hmm. I always like dressing for the day that I deserve. 27. When you're feeling down, smile at yourself in the mirror for a full minute. That would make me cry. (laughs) I have this little trick though. I know you can't see me, but if you put both your hands in front of you and then cross your wrists over each other, so your left hand's on your right and your right hand's on your left, and then put your hands up towards your face and kind of cup your cheeks. And it feels like this self-love face hug, if that makes sense. And if you close your eyes and do it for about a minute, I swear it makes me feel better. It, It feels like a universal hug to myself, if you can envision that. 28. Travel as much as you can. Collect one token from every trip to remember it by. I love getting, uh, when I go on little vacations, since a kid, I'd always get either um, a keychain, a magnet, or a shot glass from everywhere I've been. And even if I go somewhere and I just can't find anything, I'll just get the cheesiest little gas station trinket. And I love having those little memories. 29. If there's something bothering you, ask yourself whether it will matter in a month if not let it go right now that's true we for, i mean we forget how small and insignificant we are sometimes and really perspective is a great tool for healing and there's a lot of tiny shit that we turn into big shit all the time and having a little perspective just knowing that the day is going to pass as well you're going to get through it and it's just not going to affect the bigger picture just let it go Be easy, be beautiful, cover girls. 30, stop trying to change people who don't want to be changed. Mm. I, I feel like from middle school, I always, like I was the good girl that loved the bad boys. And there were a lot that, I mean, when they left a relationship with me, they'd come out better. They always did. If they were popped in my blender, the girls too. That's something I have to stop doing so much is seeing potential in people and thinking that they have to live up to that because I will always disappoint myself. Their journey can't be my journey. Gotta let it go and focus on the things that you do have control of and changing and bettering yourself. And people will walk into your life just to be a lesson. So if they are being stubborn and not, you know, being as fruitful as you'd hope, then It's time for you to change and walk in the other direction. (laughs) 31. You may win the argument, but if you lose the friend, was it worth it? Mm. 32. Stubborn pride is the downfall of many men and women. Learn to forget the slight hurts and avoid grudges. Yeah, there's, I mean, with the political climate and the way the world is right now, I really, really, really give people grace, especially if they're like family members or friends who might have changed their views all of a sudden. I really try to not let it define them and hold grudges and I just try to tread water lightly and you know I have the power to divert conversations when they may not be the most peachy so people get stubborn I try to just 
you know, soften up the room, soften up the energy. 33. Do one thing that challenges your mind every single day. A crossword puzzle, math problem, anything. Daily exercise will keep your mind sharp for the long haul. I mean, I don't think anyone's pulling out crossword puzzles, but I'm sure there are fun little, even like playing Tetris on my phone sometimes can be very therapeutic. And I I mean, honestly, I was really good in school, but I don't do any sort of like applicable math or science in my day-to-day OnlyFans operations. (laughs) But I will tell you when someone pulls out some algebra, I'll be the first to to want to try to figure something out. So I, I do think your brain is a muscle too. Is your brain a muscle? Let's see. As it turns out, your brain isn't actually a muscle. It's an organ. Why do people say the brain is a muscle? The activity introduces basic biology of the brain, highlighting that mental activity creates stronger connections between the nerve cells. To understand this concept, students learn that the brain is like a muscle, which gets stronger through exercise and being challenged to think hard. All right, there's your answer. 34. If something isn't working and your gut tells you to try harder, first ask whether there's just an easier way to do it. Hmm. Also, Google everything. <laughs> 35. Allow your kids to fail. You will hate it, but it's so important. Oh, failure is the best teacher. It is quite funny in my household. I'm not the best cook, but when I am cooking and learning, I really enjoy failing because it's how my brain remembers how to do it the right way. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone steps in and tries to teach me. I am just so empowered by self-learning. And if you know me at all, you know, you offer a suggestion, but don't give me a step-by-step because I'll be the first to try. I just want to figure it out first. And I don't have kids and I'm sure I I would spoil the shit out of them and probably butt in all the time. So I really like this one. You know, encourage little failures because there's just divine education in learning by failing, by by getting up after you fall. 36. There's nothing wrong with shedding old relationships as you grow and change. Some people just drift apart. It's just nature. And that doesn't take away how bad it hurts sometimes. 37. No amount of money is ever worth trading for your peace of mind. 38. If your kid wants to dance in line at the store, join them. Oh, I love that. Ugh, I I don't know what it is in this small town I live in. I'll be in Goodwill or somewhere and parents will just be screaming at their kids getting trying to get them to chill out like, "I'm going to call your dad and he you just wait until you see him." And I'm just like crying for that little kid. I'm just like, "I just want to pick them up and dance with them. And, you know, again, I'm no parent. I am not one to judge, but I just think life is short and pick and choose your battles, I suppose. 39. Smile and say good morning to strangers on the street. Unless they're catcalling you, then carry fucking pepper spray. (laughs) 40. Laugh loudly and unapologetically whenever you feel like it. And that is the last one. I hope you enjoyed these little pieces of advice that 90-year-olds shared with us today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review. We are almost at a thousand. All because of you guys. So thank you. And always thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. I love you. Bye. 
It's the end of the show, so time to plug myself and pay some bills. So lube up. If you want to keep the show going and learn more about myself and my empire, you can check more out at professionalgoddess.com. My YouTube, mentorships, ebook series, and everything else is linked in the description of this episode, as always. And remember, every time you leave a five-star review, a slutpreneur has an orgasm. So keep the big O's coming. Connect with your fellow girl gang in the Sletchpreneur Squad Facebook group at cehose.com. That's cehose.com. You can also just search Professional Goddesses in the Facebook search bar and it should come right up. Plus, we have a Discord chat, which is our triple X chat to help our fellow sluts out. You can get this link through the Facebook group or just shoot me an email. We'll get you in there. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, follow my free OnlyFans at Rebecca Blue with two Ks and my explicit page at Rebecca Rabbit. Now, all you have to do is put in OnlyFans.com backslash my username. I also offer shout outs, which can be purchased at RebeccaBlue.com or just private message me on OnlyFans. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as always, refuse to be anything but successful. Go make that money, honey. I'll see you queens next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.